0: Hey, Renovators, and welcome to the Renovating You podcast, where we redesign our emotional blueprint. We provide help by opening up topics and engaging in conversation around our wounds and traumas of our childhood. We encourage you to entertain the hope that your life can be different from what you have experienced up until this point. We share with you the tools we have gained on our own healing journey and coach you through the process that breaks negative and repetitive cycles. That leads to lasting transformation. The information found in this podcast is not meant to take the place of a licensed professional. Hey guys. Hey Denise. Hey Bethany. Hello. So we are power throughing, or power throughing, that's <laughs> how we're doing <laughs> We're powering <laughs> through. <laughs> Third podcast in a row here, but that's Ooh. what we do. We're glad that Bethany is up here. Yes. Um, so we try and do this, kind of do it all together. It's much nicer when she's not on Zoom. Yes, we love her on yes, Zoom still, but it's better when she's it's here. It's I think it's better for her too. So mm-hmm. so we are going to, uh, we released uh, last week, um, we talked about the attachment styles. And we talked about the importance of the first year in our lives and how it affects us, how it forms us, how it is the most important year of our life as far as the transformation of our life and how we view life, how we view our parents, our world. Do we feel safe? Do we feel seen? Are are people attuned to us? And so we talked a little bit last week about the secure attachment of what happens when there is a secure attachment in childhood and how your life looks, Mm kind of like what, um, how you're kind of launched into the world, if you will, I guess and what that uh, looks like. And again, um, that is not everyone's journey. And even if it's part of your journey, there's another part of it as well that you may say, you know what, I kind of identify with some insecure attachments as well. So again, are we licensed people? No. No. We are not. (laughs) Are we neuroscientists? No. Do we have our PhD? No. We do not. (laughs) (laughs) Yet we are still searching ourselves, right? Yeah. Of why are we the way we are? What is missing? How do we fix this? What has God, you know, um brought to people that is have given them wisdom for their journey, who are the neuroscientists and the PhDs. And it's kind of dumbed down then too. <laughs> 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 to the average Joe. Oh and we're probably gonna dumb it down <laughs> even more.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: because it is not I mean, it's not our our sweet spot. No, it's not our forte. So no. So be patient with us. Um know that we are trying to bring this material to you because it's so important to me. Yeah, it has helped so me understand yeah. why you know again i'm not a freak this is what happened and these are why right. it has taken me down a certain a certain path so the first so there's a secure attachment style there's four different ones and then there is a insecure anxious ambivalent then it goes to an insecure avoidant and then it goes to the insecure disorganized so in this podcast we are going to talk about uh the insecure ambivalent Mm -hmm. so I'm going to talk about like the introduction and then Beth maybe you can read some of the characteristics of an adult of what it looks like because again we're just an older version of ourselves you know I was Denise out of the womb in the womb and I'm still Denise now 61 years later Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you might say oh that happened forever ago It doesn't affect me it does Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. again that first year is the most important so Anxious, ambivalent attachment style. So when our mom's presence is supposed to comfort us, when we're anxious, right? Her presence is supposed Mm -hmm. to do that. We feel like it depends on the day and the mood of our mom whether or not I'm safe, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So when the mom left the room, you remember um, when Beth read last week, on the nursery or not the nursery it was a um i think it was like on 2020 when it was the moms who were in and out right yes of like the little daycare or like a little nursery there and you read that um experiment right yes Mm -hmm. so when the mom left the room there was anxiety and when she returned there was still anxiety within the child so anxious when mom's there anxious when mom's not there i'm just living in anxiety there was no soothing to calm the fear of loss. The loss of connection was experienced and there was no secure anchor, especially when they would need comfort, compassion, consistency, love, and contentment. It's not because something is wrong with the child, but their nurture or their relationships have now wired their souls, and their, so their mind, the will, and the emotion, and their bodies to expect this from life. So we struggle believing that people care, can be counted on, and that they will not reject us. But we are still looking for secure attachment in others. So of the avoidant or the anxious ambivalent, this is, this is my style mm-hmm. uh, very much. Um, struggle with believing that people care Uh, can they be counted on Mm -hmm. my trust muscle was like annihilated Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. very early early on and that eventually people will just reject Mm. but i'm still looking for it i haven't given up on it Mm -hmm. because it's something that i desire so i haven't closed the door on it so what does that maybe look like, Beth? Why don't you give some characteristics sure. of what, and a lot of these things I'm sure I will um, say, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. too.
2: Sure, <laughs> and and these are, you know, if you're listening and maybe you see this in yourself, you know, mm-hmm. some some areas. Um, here's just some um, characteristics of that attachment style, and that is uh, you might have difficulty trusting others. Mm-hmm. Um, you believe that people will, in the end, not be there for them. And as Denise mentioned, there's still always that hunger and craving in your soul to connect. But if you're almost kind of like, it's probably not going to work out. So yeah. I'll just pull away slowly. And then when it does, it's like, see, I knew that. You want so to be kind of in control. You, you want to believe right? that
0: somebody will come through. Right. Yeah. So you never stop trying, but you're almost like, it's like almost making the U-turn walking away before it's ever even yes. seen where it's going to go because, I, yeah, I want to do this. I'm reaching. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And they haven't, you haven't given the opportunity yet. Yeah. You've already kind of been conditioned. Yep, it's like mm. self-affirming.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which would lead to the next, and that is um, you struggle with counting on others because mm-hmm. how can you count on someone who you know is going to walk out of the relationship mm-hmm. where you never counted on them anyways? You may feel that it's only a matter of time and they're going to leave which Mm -hmm. is what you just said you feel i'm not good enough to warrant their attention and love because if there's been this consistent um lack of love and attention when you know crying or you know when needs were needed to be met then obviously as we've learned that children are not (laughs) good at interpreting uh Mm -hmm. data and things that go on in our Mm -hmm. world so um, we make young children make wrong assumptions, and that being that I must not be good enough. Mm-hmm. If I could be better, smarter, wiser, prettier, less needy. Then um, this wouldn't be happening. You, of course, you begin to crave closeness and intimacy and security because I believe within all of us, God has wired us for that. So that's mm-hmm. a natural wiring in each of us, and that is it's never been met at the, at the earliest of you know onset of life. Um, you don't rest in someone's love so even if they just keep pouring love that's sincere Mm -hmm. I'm I'm imagining or even if they've they've proven and shown and there's been consistency in the relationship you can't just rest in someone's love there's no sense of comfort or I could just lay here and enjoy and be loved and treated Mm -hmm. with respect um, you also worry that you'll be rejected because that's been what's been patterned into your life. Um, there's also being overly sensitive to your partner's responses, looking to see if they're going to leave. I'm guessing there might even be some uh, pull and push, you know, where you're kind of wanting a little bit of a fight just so that you can prove all my life to be true, which is everyone's going to mm-hmm. reject me, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Um, very insecure and wondering what their friends or their partners see in them. So um, are those, some of those ring true, Denise?
0: They do. Um, the trusting definitely um, is a big one. Uh, counting on others. It takes a lot for me to count on somebody, and it's like, man, they have no idea how much is riding on them coming through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of where I am. Just, it's like reaching out again, you know, will this happen this time? It hasn't in the past. You know, will it happen? And... um I think what's interesting about this uh, worry, they will be rejected. Um, they don't rest in someone's love. Uh, they crave closeness and intimacy and security because that is definitely me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I like closeness. I like heart connection. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but it's
0: scary because you're trying to, and that's the hard part. You're, sc- it's scary because you're trying to connect to mm-hmm. people who are broken.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Many times it's not even that they're doing something intentional, no, right, no. but it feels like there's so much writing on it, yeah. right or they've got their walls up, and you're like they don't see me either mm-hmm. but I think one of the things that um in here that I can it just kind of came to me when you were reading this, Beth, is that I remember early on, obviously this has not been in um in a uh, way in which I am now, but um, I used to have really bad cramps, mm-hmm. really bad cramps, and obviously we know that happens every month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was somebody who it was like I didn't like to be in my bedroom by myself because I mean I was I mean I was bad. I mean I I would miss school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't zip my pants. I mean just so bloated, throwing up. I mean the whole mm-hmm. every single month. Oh, that's how I lived, and it was like I remember that it's like I'd be in the living room and I'd ask my mom, "Can you just come sit here on the couch?" she would sit but that's all she would do just like sit but there was it was like i'm trying to get comfort from this yeah mm-hmm. but i'm not feeling yeah. mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i'm like okay this is okay and s- this is it, it was just a really weird yeah. you're living in your head when you're supposed to be living in your heart
2: yeah and <coughs> i the fact guess that you had to ask her to come mhm uh, the natural response mm. of a mom would be to see the pain, know, knowing mm-hmm. it's going to come every twenty-one or eight days. To mm-hmm. to yeah, be, be kind of prepared for that in your daughter's life. Yeah, yeah. and it
0: was. Um, I mean, she'd be great about bringing food and things like that. You know, cook. But it's, it's again, like it's again, difference. like the heart. Mm-hmm. So anybody who we were going like for the last time of reading that on the secure attachment, it isn't just if you have somebody in the home. My mom yeah. didn't work. It isn't that you just have someone in the home and then that means you have right. the secure attachment because yeah. you're not a latchkey kid. It, that doesn't mean. Many times yeah. a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. We right. think it does, yeah. but if you don't have the heart, it just isn't. It just isn't there. So I definitely, um, I r- definitely relate uh, to a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Because remember, the reason I'm like this is because the insecure attachment didn't. Ha- that I'm sorry, the secure attachment didn't happen in my first year. So it wasn't like all of a sudden I became insecure attachment. But what happened? This is just how I came into the world. Right because of what was going on my first year so um bethany why don't you read on so how does someone who grew up in insecure anxious ambivalent home relate to god and we'll see hmm, if any of this applies to me as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. i have to perform to receive his love i know he is disappointed in me i need to keep earning my little place of love I know God is present, but he is unpredictable. I don't think I can rely on God. You know, this will cause some shame because we know the scripture says we can. I believe God to be unreliable. I know he cares. That's the left brain telling you he cares, but I don't believe he will come through. The right brain is telling you, yes, he'll come through. I need to take care of it, but I need support but I can't rely on anyone. I don't know what to do. So a disconnected from what they read in the Bible, which is the nature of God and the nature of life's experiences, they don't line up. So we read the Bible from the left side of the brain, all the facts, and because the right side of the brain is processing our experiences through um, the caregiver's lenses, we are unable to get the secure attachment of the nature of God.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I. That's you. I, Yeah, I I f- have felt a lot of that and have been working working through mm-hmm. it, and it is work for me. It isn't a natural because when you think when you think someone is supposed to fulfill their title, mm-hmm. but you don't really realize it's an option where they may not. It's very hard. Yeah it's Mm -hmm. very hard because it isn't a definitive like Mm -hmm. well of course that's the title it's like well but are you going to fulfill your title it's almost like um like a king you know um abdicating the throne Mm -hmm. i chose not to do it yes Mm -hmm. i was that was my calling that's what was my birthright but now i'm abdicating it Mm -hmm. i I don't want i don't Mm -hmm. want it who thinks that will ever happen not so much it's Mm -hmm. like this big deal and i think for me that is definitely uh something that um i've never felt that he was disappointed in me i think i've i felt this it's really weird i felt disappointed that i wasn't okay with the fact that i didn't think he was there
2: yeah Mm. because yeah intellectually you knew better
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's like why can't i why can't i get why can't i get past this you you know brain engaged yeah yeah and um i was trying to attached to someone that wasn't able to be attached to because mm-hmm. i have three younger sisters i won't get into that but none of them were able to attach so it wasn't just my own personal right, But right. the other people in the family it just wasn't there mm-hmm. knowing just my mom where she comes from just everything we don't have time to get into all that but um those are the uh those are the things on there that definitely um that impacted me and I think there's a lot of people and it it does call it it does cause anxiety yeah because you're like you're like it's almost like who's going to walk through the door what's going to happen I can't count on I can't count on things that I'm supposed to be able to count on yeah Mm -hmm. even as little very basic things. yeah I can't I can't count Mm -hmm. on that they will be okay when I talk to them or that they're okay with me making this choice or Mm -hmm. that I can go up and ask them something Mm -hmm. like I said the big clue for me on that was um, being afraid to talk to my mom about Coming to know Christ, hmm. even though it was taught in the home, I was petrified. Like, what's going to happen when I talk to her? Hmm. It wasn't like I just need to talk to my mom and she's going to know what to do. It wasn't what that at what all. What did
2: you think? Do you remember?
0: I thought for I thought a couple things. One, I thought I thought she was going to be mad at me. Why? I don't know. But I remember I could still see myself in the bedroom because I had seen or I had heard. I <laughs> wasn't even seen. I had heard a thief in the night. And, um, it was a radio podcast years Mm -hmm. ago about the rapture and it was on, um, and it scared me. Mm -hmm. It scared me. I didn't want to be left behind, but at the same time, it's like, I want to be with, with Jesus. Right. I mean, I, I want to, um, but I remember just pacing the floor in my room. Like, I know I have to go out and talk to her, but I don't want to, Mm. but I know she's the one that's going to tell me what to do, but what if she's upset? And I remember thinking Whatever you do, and I was little because I came to know Christ when I was 11. I remember thinking, whatever you do, don't show any emotion. Keep it very, because it was like welling up on me. Because anybody who knows me, I have emotion. I'm an emotionally based person. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it was just shove it down. Don't feel it. Just matter of factly go out there and Mm -hmm. say, I need to know Christ. Like an adult, would.
2: yeah, yeah. Like, I need. Where are my
0: tennis shoes? And where are my you, tennis shoes? Yeah, can you? I can't wash walk my out pajamas? there. I'm going to hurt yeah. my feet. Yeah. Can you please tell me how to come to know Christ? So did never, she never tell you. Your heart? Yeah, she did. did. She? I remember. I remember praying um, kneeling. I could still see this green couch. The old olive green couches oh, yeah. back then. Is still kneeling by it, but it was like, it was like, okay, I've done it. But it wasn't like this experience I had with my mom or anything like that where you're like, oh, I remember that time and she was this and, honey, I'm so happy. It wasn't any of that, which I found really weird because we did devotions in the home and Mm -hmm. prayed at meals and, you know, say, read your Bible and all those things. But it was like I was afraid to approach her Mm. in the vulnerability of coming to know Christ, coming to terms with that. What does that mean for a little 11-year-old girl, you know, maybe being left behind and wh- what happens, what do you have to do not to be left behind, exactly, right? Yeah, what do you have okay. to do? Uh-huh. In some ways, what do you have to do to get, to get there? Yeah, it's that yeah. same thing in me, have, what do I have to do to earn his love? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to do something. Mm-hmm. And so um, I remember that. Um, I remember that very, uh, very, very well. And something like that. Have you, can you guys see anything else in, in me here where you would say, you know what, I've seen that in you. Um, as You've heard my story, or and Beth, you probably have, because yeah. I've shared a lot with you of some things i mean any questions you might maybe i could answer that some other am um, anxious ambivalence may say mm, yes
2: <laughs> well i know um when we met at the fairgrounds <laughs> and mm-hmm. um well, a lot goes on at the fairgrounds so come to crown point indiana to our fairgrounds <laughs> um and um i remember saying to you and not knowing any of this and i said denise i i just feel like you've connected with god as as, as God and omnipotent and all of the things we know him to be in this wow awe kind of way, but has it connected to your heart? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I just read that, and I'm like, there it is. That's yeah, it. I, yeah. yeah, it's like um, ha, mm-hmm. had the father's love. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking, mm-hmm. is you know, the father's love um, to penetrate that part. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when you're analytical and you've had to be on your own And, oh, all of a sudden now, you know, Jesus is in my life and he's like a father. And, well, my dad's not, you know, this or that and Mm -hmm. just making that transition. But I I had seen that where you understood it mentally, Mm -hmm. great clarity there. Mm -hmm. But then to take it and let that love of God cast out those fears, Mm -hmm. because to me, anytime that there's any fear or any mistrust. And again, there are some people that we do need to have caution with. So I'm not saying, oh, you mm-hmm. just trust in love and, you know, kumbaya. No. no. <laughs> um, but people that have proven themselves mm-hmm. and there's no reason not to trust them, whether it's in a relationship mm-hmm. or a friendship, and those guards are still up. I know that that's a fear. That's something in me that I'm holding. Mm-hmm. And I know only love can penetrate that. And that the only mm-hmm. person that brings love is knowing the heart of God. And so if I don't know his heart, mm-hmm. then i have not allowed that. Well, and so I've seen, you know, because yeah. you knew
0: it intellectually i think Mm -hmm. this is just something as you were talking that just kind of just kind of came to me on this is that um so when i am so at nine years old is when i kind of heard from my mom you know if you don't do such and such you can there's girls there's places for girls like you and i'm like first time i ever thought oh i didn't know this wasn't necessarily permanent
3: yeah yeah
0: you know what i mean Uh i didn't know that so what do you have to do to make it permanent So I did my best to make it permanent, you know what I mean? And so I'm thinking, too, obviously done out of fear Mm -hmm. of not being given away. And I'm wondering, even in myself, because of the ways in which I came to know about salvation, was even in that it was out of fear. Mm -hmm. And that just came on me. I just heard that you could be left behind. And I just... That oh, just, just oh. now, when you were talking, that just now came to me. That oh, makes total wow. sense. It's like another time I didn't know I could be left behind. Oh. What do you have to do not to be left behind?
2: Which came first, your mother telling Her you, mother at nine. Your mother mm-hmm. at nine. Okay.
0: And this happened when I was 11. 11. And that literally just came to me just now. Wow. It was done out of fear. Yeah. I don't want to be left behind. Not mm. this is a wonderful thing, and he's a loving father, and yeah. he has plans for you, Denise. It was like, no, if you don't do this, you're going to be left behind. You'll be left behind.
3: That's huge.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's huge.
0: And I think whenever we do something mm. out of fear, it's not going to have a good re, a good end result. No. no, even if it's something you know you should do, it's like it's like you're almost like being made or forced in a way. Right. Well, if you want this, you better do that. Right, right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So all along, I've kind of just felt that, um, okay, I'm just going to keep loving others even though I don't feel loved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah. I won't be left behind, and that's the big thing. Yeah, keep right? I won't be left behind. Keep showing up at the And plate. I'll keep giving people what I've needed, but I haven't gotten. Yeah. But I'll keep giving people what, I've, what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of... Um, that was just wow. That's that is huge.
1: It's a big revelation. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So
2: mm-hmm. Do you have anything, Bethany? On there?
1: No. I think you kind of answered. You answered. Yeah, well you're the qu- trust. Yeah, you. She answered that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think if you are struggling with saying, "I don't trust in people." And I want to put a pretense on or I can't go to people and say, this is how I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, I don't I don't feel secure with people or I feel like at any given moment I can lose the friend group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. if, if you feel that because um, I remember it's just something I remember in high school, there was I was in freshman and I was sort of kind of friends with people. And I went to sit there with lunch, at lunch, on the bleachers. And they're like, oh, we took a vote and you're out. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's another school. time I was out for a pretzel <laughs> and I <laughs> came <laughs> back <laughs> you're and out. I'm, out. I'm out. No explanation. Just you're out. Oh so word. just a lot of that. Left behind. That it's like never, like you don't know what's going to happen. Who can leave you behind What's what's going to yeah, happen? Yeah. And so... Then you become the people-pleasing. Just yeah, don't leave me behind. What do I have to do to make mm-hmm. sure I have my place? That's right. You know. And then angry that I shouldn't have to do that because it's just all of that. Yeah. So it's a very, very interesting journey. And I hope, um, I guess I hope that you're not an anxious <laughs> ambivalent. But if you are, sure know that you people. are not alone if you yeah. are listening to yeah. this. And maybe some of these pieces here will help you in your journey of saying, okay.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't have the secure attachment. Therefore, I've felt I basically felt anxious my whole life trying to perform, trying to find my place, trying to belong. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to encourage you encourage you in that as we are kind of going through this. This is just a brief overview, but again, you can get Andy Culver's book. It talks about so much of the um, attachment styles. Uh, so her I book, uh, Try Softer. Again, mm-hmm. not try harder, but try softer. Mm-hmm. Learn to understand yourself. Give yourself a break. Even if you've heard my story, maybe you're thinking, oh, poor thing. Well, maybe your story is this too. Yeah, Give absolutely. yourself compassion yeah, and right. say, you know what? Wow, really? Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you in that. And um, we're going to talk about the avoidance style mm-hmm. on this next podcast. But in the meantime, Bethany.
1: In the meantime, you can find <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's here every week. Go ahead. <laughs> um, on Instagram and Facebook at Renovating You. You can also um, find us on our website at www.renovatingyou.com. Please put in your email um, because we have some exciting stuff that's happening, webinars and classes that you really do not want to miss out. And in the meantime, goodbye, renovators. There you go. <laughs>